I'm Lily Winwood, and you're listening to the Music Journeys podcast. Welcome to Music Journeys. I'm Mike Foley. Lily Winwood grew up in the UK but settled in the US. The influence of her father Steve is baked in, of course. But initially, she loved heavy guitar rock. As a teenager, the idea of songwriting and Americana music began to crystallize. Her first EP came in 2017. Lily Winwood's first full-length release, Time Well Spent, came out in 2021. She performed Saturday night at Natalie's in Worthington. Here on Music Journeys, Winwood shares how the last eight years of residing in her birthplace of Nashville informed her sound, reflects on singing with her dad on one of his biggest songs, and delivers some stellar selections in that fun little segment we call The Fast Five. And you'll hear a new song she's just released as well. Lily Winwood, our featured guest on this edition of Music Journeys, thanks for listening. My name is Lily Winwood, and this is my music journey. Stars in the sky, stars in my eyes, enough to keep Lily Winwood has found a home in Nashville, and it's familiar. I was actually born in Nashville, Tennessee, believe it or not, my my strange accent. Um, my mom is from West Tennessee, so um, me and all my siblings were born in the U.S., but we grew up primarily in the U.K., Gloucestershire, England, so sort of not, the music scene is not that prevalent in Gloucestershire, England, I'll say that. So I think that most of my musical influence probably definitely came from the state side of things. (laughs) But I have been living uh, back in Nashville uh, for about eight years now. It all just sort of like fell into place, if I'm being totally honest. I don't think there was ever really a moment where I was like, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And like, this is my career. You know, I am fortunate enough to be from a musical family. So there were lots of opportunities there when I did sort of make that early decision of, you know, starting to songwrite and starting to play. There were those opportunities to just kind of like get up if I wanted to. Um, And turns out, you know, I really enjoyed it. So I've just kind of been doing it ever since. People sometimes just can't be seen by the rest. Hit the loss of someone breaks you down to the core. 
Nashville is you can either take you one of two ways. It's a it's a big big party scene here, and I think that is you know one of the reasons why there are so many opportunities to entertain because there there is just always so much going on. There's always an opportunity to play. I think it's very easy to play your cards wrong. I think it is also very easy to play your cards right. Talking from experience, I think it's really easy to sort of think that you're trying with your music here when in reality you might not be. Um, I think it took a lot of years for me to figure out like, oh, I have been playing to the same drunk crowd for about, you know, uh, way too long now. I think I'm going to try something else. (laughs) How did you get past that? I'm playing for the same crowd and I'm able to go somewhere and create something, you know, that reflects my taste. Yeah, um, I think the pandemic had a lot to do with it. I So I had this, my debut record, right? I was sitting on it for about a year and a half before I actually released it. And I think the pandemic really sort of like pushed me because, you know, it is that thing of like having music here in Nashville being like, is it good enough? Should I release this? Should I wait for the next best thing? Should I just put this in my back pocket until somebody picks it up? Might as well just release some music and see what happens. So I think the pandemic really sort of like opened my eyes a little bit to searching for something a little more true to me and maybe something a little different. Winwood released her first full-length album, Time Well Spent, in 2021. subject of the record is this sort of coming of age like transitional period of just crossing a a certain threshold and and coming back as a different person and sort of discovering lots of new things along the way and um, each song kind of is like an ode to some kind of form of growth I think time well spent was such a prevalent name because I think no matter what you spend your time doing in that period of growth whether it be a good or a bad experience it's time well spent you know because you're you're a new person if you see karma till i'm sleeping over there arms folded on a table like a chair in a corner she turns around i'll open one eye 
That song was actually originally called Karma, but that song is about um, just kind of outrunning the man, you know? Uh, like, I think for the longest time I had just been like indulging in some serious like self-sabotaging behavior and it just never really caught up with me. And I was like, okay, this is, this is fishy. This is weird. I just, I wrote that song about it. And again, I think that one came from like a really raw place of just kind of like, you know, somebody hurry up and like make me accountable for my actions kind of thing, you know, like where, where the hell's karma? <laughs> My favorites kind of change a lot, you know? I think um, when I first released it, I was kind of like, oh, like these are a couple of my favorite. But right now, after it being like more than a year and a half of it being released, I, I haven't listened to those songs in so long. And I'd say one of my favorites um, that came up just recently is Smell of Defeat. What a raw place it came from. It really talks about just kind of like always searching for some kind of like gratification in somebody else. And it's just like a classic tale of like codependency really. And it kind of like, I really can't stand the thought of not getting what I want in this moment right now. But yeah, I'd say that one's my, probably my favorite <laughs> right now. It's interesting that you say, you know, you don't listen to them and that makes sense. And I've talked to some artists where you know, when they wrote the song, they felt a certain way, right? And then it comes out and the listener perceives it their own way. Right. And then when you sing it again, it's a totally different way. How exactly. does, is there, is there one on there that? I actually, yeah, I talk about this one a lot. Um, Nameless is a song that I play a lot off that record. And it, it was just literally like, did not have a name for that song. And like, that's how it came together. And, and, and the meaning was all kind of just like gobbledygook when I wrote it. And it was just like, you know, sort of nonsense that like fit the structure of the song. So like I kept those lyrics, but thinking about it now, I mean, it, it like obviously did have some loose meaning, but like, as I play it more and more, the meaning has just become really prevalent to me that like, you know, I do have um, a famous last name. And I think that, and this song does talk a lot about how, uh, about my family. And I think it just kind of, uh, the meaning of that song to me now is just kind of like, no matter what your last name is, that your family is your family. And I think that that's kind of cool how that's come together. Very much so. And I, I, that's on my list of my own favorites uh, here because uh, <laughs> of the groove and there's a sax in there. The yeah. guitar is really smooth. Your voice is great. So that that I do like that one a lot. Um, For the longest time we were calling that the the Weather Channel song. Is that right? Because it sounds like kind of something you'd hear in the background of like them being like your local Doppler radar. Lily, what do you say? I'm old. I like the old songs. Uh, <laughs> watching the weather and listening to Nameless or what? Okay. And all that comes with that 
it's impossible to ignore the Winwood name. Lily's father, Steve, has been a musician for nearly six decades. From his first band, the Spencer Davis Group, to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inducted Traffic, to the supergroup Blind Faith, to his illustrious solo career and session work that continues today. For Lily Winwood, who turns 27 this year, figuring out her own sound in the context of that remains a constant journey. How do you take the things that your dad has done as a musician, right, and then also become who you are and sort of carve out your own path creatively? I think I'm still trying to figure that out, if I'm being honest. It's it's definitely like a prevalent in, you know, any any show that I play, you know, there's always that one person. It, it's very prevalent. And I've just kind of learned to accept it. I'm very proud of my father's work. And, you know, that would never be something that I would be like, oh, I don't want anything to do with that. You know, that's just not who I am. That's not who he is. I, 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 I just you know, try to make my music as good that like he's not even in the picture anymore. <laughs> That's kind of like the way I look at it is, you know, make make people think differently. <laughs> Show them how. Definitely. I'm sure there's much like the favorites question related to the songs on your album. I'm sure you have favorite memories, right, that stand out. I wonder if you could share one that you treasure from him musically and then a memory of just a, a father moment, a dad moment that sticks in your mind. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know if there's necessarily any. I think I would have to have like a hard think about like a specific memory. But I mean, there's just like so many memories of just him being like he's so supportive, you know, like he, he's such a supportive dad. And he he'd always cut like anything from like coming to, you know, our like or sports games growing up or, or stuff like that. Like that was always just really important and cool to like see him coming and supporting us doing that. But I think like maybe one musical memory would be like him kind of like creeping in and like listening into something I was playing and being like, oh, well, why don't you try it like this? You know, there's just loads of little like memories like that growing up in the house where just like music was always playing or like somebody was always kind of on the piano dabbling and we'd all kind of help each other out, whether it be my, you know, my dad and me, my dad and my brother, my brother and me, my sisters, you know, he was very supportive, very encouraging. You did a version of one of his songs together. Um, right. How special was that for you? And what was there something significant about choosing uh, Higher Love to do with him? That was so, it's so funny because that, that single was like very much his idea and like very much him. I um, was like homesick from school. You can hear it in my voice when I'm singing, like I'm really nasal and like congested, but I was like, I was like 17, 18 years old. And um, there was a James Vincent McMorrow version of Higher Love, which is just like very stripped back and very similar, very slow. And I think he heard that and like took a liking to it kind of like did his own stripped back version um and he'd like loosely talk to me about it kind of been like hey i want to try a version of this i think you'd be cool singing on it and i'll be like, i was just kind of like yeah whatever like and then 
sure enough, like I was just home one day and he was like, hey, why don't you come try this and get in the booth? I ended up getting in there and singing it. And then next thing you know, like Hershey's picked it up and it was a <laughs> like, like a, I think it might have been like a Super Bowl commercial at some point. Like it, it very like I was not expecting it to kind of go as far as it did. And yeah, it was, it was cute. <laughs> I can't believe you were sick when you did that. I mean, if you could sing like that when you're sick, my goodness, like what? I mean, <laughs> as you listen to it, is it are you happy with how it turned out, even though you were, weren't feeling well? I don't listen to it. You don't even listen to it. <laughs> no. I have not listened to that song in a really long time. <laughs> I could light the night up with my soul on fire. I could make the sun shine from pure desire. Let me strong it can be Bring me a higher love Bring me a higher love Bring me a higher love I could rise above for this Well, speaking of collaborations, you did a couple songs with Boo Ray. Um, Absolutely, yeah. One was a cover, which is great, but I think the one I like the best is Hard to Tell. How did that sort of collaboration come together? Um, Boo Ray is just such a cool soul and such a cool guy. And I just, I've just known him for a while, um, just knocking around the neighborhood. Like, I've always been a huge fan of his music. And I can remember sitting down with him and it just being like such a cool idea. And he had like a few things he was stuck with. And we kind of sorted out the structure of the song and the lyrics. And he had just had his killer band on it and the track was already done. And he had me in there and just got me singing on it. And I just, I to this day, I think it's such a cool song. nothing more inspirational than just other music. Me and my boyfriend went to like a Derek Trucks concert. Marcus King got up and played with them and he he just had the best quote. He was like, Marcus King makes me want to pick up a guitar and go practice and Derek Trucks makes me want to put one down. 
And I just like always think that's so funny because it really is like there's nothing that just gives you more of a belly full of inspiration than just going to like a really, really good show or just like hearing a song that's just like, man, that's such a cool lyric. And that'll that'll kind of like at least me like kickstart me into this maybe sort of like competitive mode, which like will sort of make me always want to write write a song that's better or, or play a lick that's better. And one thing my dad always used to say to me is that like, it's very rare that musicians are also music lovers. Um, but I am very much so, I think, a music lover before even I am a, a musician. Now, Lily Winwood has also released some new music just last month, a single called Sleep Issues. It was the song that was just like very true to me and and I had a lot of feeling involved with it. So I just really kind of wanted to get it out there and get the world to hear it. And, you know, hopefully it's part of a, a bigger picture sooner rather than later. But for right now, I just kind of wanted to get that guy out and see the world's response. <laughs> just did 13 hours on my We had a little more fun with Lily Winwood in the Fast Five. Here we go. First song you can remember hearing that you loved. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have no idea. I Tom Rush, No Regrets. No regrets. No tears goodbye. Don't watch your back. We'd only cry again Say goodbye I can remember hearing that on the radio when I was really, really young and just like loving the acoustic guitar. I love all the space he has on that song and it just being like such a raw, beautiful song. And that just kind of came to my mind because I was thinking like first song I heard and I love because it really was a matter of like, what is this? This is really cool. <laughs> like, I want to play this. Like that I can remember, you know, I think, yeah. Uh, Tom Rush, I was fortunate to interview him a few years back, but what a fun guy. I mean, he's so many fun stories. Like it's just like a guy that you want to hang out with somewhere. Is Tom I can Rush. only imagine. I can only imagine. <laughs> okay, let's keep moving. Uh, how about a song that makes you feel the most nostalgic, uh, sparks memories for you? Ooh, um, I think uh, The War on Drugs, there's a song that they do, one called Under the Pressure.
just a very like fast moving song and it, it reminds me a lot of like when I first moved to Nashville and I think that record had just came out like right as I moved here and it just kind of like sparks a lot of really positive memories and really nostalgic and yeah. That's wonderful. Uh, have, okay, how about your go-to song for dancing or uh, a tune that you hear and you just can't sit still when you hear it? Oh my gosh, I have to really quickly look up the name oh. of it. It's, oh my gosh, Krungbin. It's that song where they're like, yes, yes. I think it's called like, um, it's called Evan Finds the Third Room. And it's the best dancing song ever. Like whenever I have people over, I just always throw on that record. It's so good. And it's literally, it has like, I think the whole song is like four words and it's literally just, yes. It says the word yes and just repeats it. And then goes, this is the third room. <laughs> so good. Definitely a dance song that sounds like, oh yes. Um, yeah. Okay. How about the song that makes you feel like working out or, you motivate you to do something that maybe you don't feel like doing all the time. I have a full on workout playlist that I, that's just like house music. Like I, um, that DJ dead mouse <laughs> is like a real motivator. He has one, it's called fail bait. You're under my sneaker that I stomp on the floor. And it's just like, it's such a go-getter. It's like such a treadmill song. <laughs> um, okay, last one. Uh, a song that lifts you up when you're feeling down. Anything by the Texas Gentleman. Hobby Doobie. just a jam basically but it's so well put together and it's so good lily winwood thank you so much for your time uh just a pleasure to chat with you and catch up on your stories and and hear a little bit behind the scenes uh just a pleasure thank you so much for your time thank you so much for having me mike i appreciate it and a reminder lily winwood performs saturday night at natalie's in worthington i'm mike foley talk to you again on the next music journey Ooh.